All right, let's go to Philippians chapter number 1. Philippians chapter number 1. We were here last week uh, in uh, uh, both services, both the morning and the evening uh, service, uh, and we're backing up into another spot. As I mentioned earlier, I was going to preach with this idea of striving together uh, as part of our message today, just to encourage us to, uh, to work and to labor. And uh, really, if you just uh, don't get anything out of the message uh, today except for this, uh, just ask yourself uh, as you pray today in the Holy Spirit and just say, Lord, am I striving uh, in uh, my labor for you? Uh, strive means hard work. <laughs> it's labor. It's not loafing, uh, but striving. Uh, and I, I know for me, um, uh, even when I get really busy and, and, you know, the weeks are filled with different activities and different stuff, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough and, uh, for my Lord because he's done so much for me. And I like that song, you know, we love him. We love him more. He loves us the mostest to infinity, uh, you know, and uh, we, can't, we can't love each other, love him like he loves us. Uh, but um, we ought to love him, but we ought to serve him. And uh, God's placed us in a church body, fitly joined us together. Uh, we, we are dependent upon one another. Uh, and so um, God's given us every single person we need to run uh, a successful vacation Bible school. They're, you're all right here. And, uh, and so get involved. You say, I don't know what I can do. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll find a spot for you. Uh, there's so many different things. And uh, so I do, I do want to, again, mention that. Uh, and uh, it's not just that, whether it's singing the choir or it's working on a bus, you know, teaching a class. Um, we need to, God gives us gifts and abilities, uh, and he does that so we can use them to serve him. Uh, and uh, and we, ought to, we ought to thank him for our gifts, uh, and then we should use them uh, for him as well. I'm going to invite you to stand as we read our text this morning. We're going to find it in verse number 27. I'm going to give a little bit of background and, uh, and have a, a kind of a little more, a hopefully more brief message this morning. Uh, and there's nobody in this room that wants me to be done more than me. <laughs> right now, and uh, with my head, uh, and so pray for me uh, as we uh, continue forward. Verse number 27, the Bible says, Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on Him, but also to suffer for His sake, having the same conflict which ye saw in me, and now here to be in me. Uh, this morning, by God's grace, I'm going to preach a message entitled Striving Together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message. Again, help me uh, and uh, to be clear with my speech and uh, and thoughts this morning, uh, and Lord, where I'm not, uh, just make up the difference, please, and we'll give you the glory for everything in Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Um, Paul is um, writing the book of uh, Philippians uh, from jail. Uh, these are, this is one of the prison epistles, uh, and uh, he, elsewhere we know, he's calling for cloaks and parchments and uh, and it, when you're in prison at this time, I, he probably didn't think he was going to be able to, uh, to see the Philippians again. Uh, to go to these churches and visit, he longed to be with them. They were his crown and his joy. Uh, and I like even in chapter number two, uh, he, uh, he kind of 
stresses this a little bit. Uh, he says, well, verse 1, chapter number 2 says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, of any bowels of mercies, he says, fulfill ye my joy. And uh, what he's saying is, um, you know, comfort me. If there's anything that I can ask, anything's going to make me happy, if anything's going to bring me joy, uh, is that you be like-minded of the same love and of one accord. Uh, he wanted them to be unified. Uh, but what had taken place uh, at that day and time, there was a lot of division uh, within the churches. Uh, by the way, um, there, the problem t- with today's churches come more from within, uh, our weaknesses within the church, uh, and not from, you know, uh, without and people bringing things in in opposition. Uh, it's, it's our own weaknesses. Um, God, God says the gates of hell will not prevail against this church. Uh, and, uh, and we don't have to worry. And by the way, if, if the government says we can't have church, we're, we, we would have, would have church. Uh, and, uh, and if they, you know, they come in and whatever, then we'll, uh, we'll meet. There's people all across the world today that are meeting in secret uh, in countries and uh, at you know, uh, their own peril. Uh, and so we're going to obey the Lord. We're going to follow the Lord. But it's not, uh, it's not you know, Washington State or the federal government or whatever, uh, uh, the opposition that they would give towards us that, uh, that slows us down. We, we are, we're our own worst enemies. Uh, and, and this church, which was a loving church, and Paul was praying for them. Uh, but if you think about this for a second, he's in, he's in prison. Uh, and uh, and he, gets, he gets wind. Uh, like if you turn to... Uh, let's see here, chapter number four. Um, he's, he's saying, verse one, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for my joy, my crown. He's telling him again, stand fast, which we found in the verses uh, we read a moment ago, in the Lord, my dearly beloved. And then he says, I beseech Eodius and, and Syntyche that uh, they be of the same mind in the Lord. So what, I don't know what those two ladies were fighting about, um, but Paul heard about it in jail. And, uh, and when he wrote this letter to the church at Philippi, he calls them out by name. Uh, and uh, could you imagine being a Yodius or, uh, you know, you're just sitting there listening to, you know, this letter and then, and then you get called out. Whatever, whatever was going on was a public thing. Uh, and uh, and Paul, Paul dealt with it uh, and, uh, and was, it was crying for unity uh, in the local church uh, because there was uh, persecution. Uh, they were, there was persecution from uh, the government. Uh, there was uh, false teachers and everything that was going on. Uh, and he's, he's praying for them. He wanted them to grow in love and abound in all of that. Uh, but uh, but he's, he says, I'm, I'm torn between two places. Uh, in chapter number one, back there again, uh, he's torn between two places. He wants to be with the Lord. Uh, but he wants to be here uh, and uh, verse 23, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart, to be with Christ, which is far better. Uh, nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. He wasn't sure what was going to take place. And so he's giving them instructions. Uh, he's writing to them uh, what the Lord, of course, is. we believe in verbal plenary inspiration. This is God breathed. Paul is writing this. Oftentimes, somebody is, somebody's writing it for him, uh, and, uh, and maybe he's dictating it. I don't know how it all works, uh, but he's, he's telling them, and he runs down a big list of stuff uh, after our text, which teaches them uh, 
um, what a conversation that is becoming the gospel of Christ is. Now, that phrase there in verse 27, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, uh, basically means that we're to walk worthy of our salvation. Our behavior in our life needs to be consistent with the gospel of Christ and Him saving us. Uh, he's imploring them uh, to, to walk with the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and it was probably when, if, if you were in that congregation, knowing where Paul was and knowing you probably never see him again, and you're listening, you're, on, you're at the edge of your seat uh, <clears throat> and uh, listening to this letter being read, um, man, you're taking, you're taking note of every little thing that he's saying. Uh, because the Lord's important and God's important. The kingdom of God is, uh, is, is what they were all about. And, uh, and, he, and he basically said, hey, um, uh, I, I love you and you're doing great, uh, but here's some things that are wanting. Uh, and, uh, and so he's in chapter number one, knowing later on in the letter he's going to slam two ladies uh, for, for arguing or whatever it was. <clears throat> And then encourage them. Those, by the way, those two ladies labored with. They were part of uh, the establishment of the church at Philippi, uh, and uh, which is, I guess, uh, help us understand that even people who love the Lord uh, and serve the Lord uh, are going to have disputes uh, and they're going to have differences. Uh, Paul knew that. He had that same thing with John Mark, uh, and uh, and and on and on. Uh, so. Uh, Men of God then, men of God now, people of God then, people of God now, um, we're going to have conflicts. Uh, but what God stresses throughout the New Testament in particular for us as we apply it to our life is to make sure that we get through those things, that we go to those who uh, uh, we've offended or if we you know, work it out forgiving, uh, extending forgiveness, accepting forgiveness, and forgiving even as Christ has forgiven. Not because he has forgiven us, but the same way. And here's the deal. You didn't deserve to get saved. I didn't deserve to get saved. God loved me even though I was the enemy of God. Uh, and uh, he loved me anyways and commend his love towards me. And he died for me. And I didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve it. That's how we're supposed to forgive each other. I can't forgive uh, them, Pastor. Um, you just don't understand. Uh, you don't know what they've done. I just, can't, I just can't forgive them. You won't forgive them. But you can forgive them. Well, they don't deserve it. Neither did you. But you're supposed to forgive them like Jesus forgave you. Uh, and uh, so, by the way, forgiveness um, is, is a way that you'll avoid uh, bitterness in your own life. Uh, they, the person who's offended you, hurt you, whatever, uh, they might not have asked for forgiveness. Uh, they might not deserve forgiveness. Uh, but when you forgive them like Jesus forgives you, um, it'll help you. Uh, and it'll help you to go forward and help you to not have the root of bitterness and, uh, and all the ugliness that comes with that. Uh, and by the way, it's going to be very hard to be right with the Lord uh, when you can't do that or you refuse to do that. Because when it comes down to it, it's us refusing uh, to forgive. Uh, and uh, we don't want to forget. Uh, and we want get backs and we want vengeance and, uh, and we want to one up somebody. Um, but that's just not what God wants us to do. So he has said, I'm torn between the two places. He's, he's heard about these, these ladies, and he's writing this letter by inspiration of God. He's saying, I'm praying for you, and I love you, and I'd love to see you. He says, can you, just make, can you make me happy in chapter number two? This will fulfill my joy. 
Uh, if, if you just are of the same love uh, and of the same mind, uh, he said, let nothing be done with strife or vainglory, uh, and, and, but in lowliness of mind to esteem others better than self. Uh, and uh, and uh, is it encouraging them to have the same mind in them that is in uh, Christ Jesus? Uh, and, uh, and he says, um, don't be filled with pride. By the way, when's the last time your, your humility um, caused a problem in church? It, it, when's the last time your humility caused a problem in your marriage? You know, when's the last time your humility um, caused you a problem in parenting? Are you following me? It's only by pride comes contention, and when we strive and we're filled, we're filled with pride, uh, that's when we have problems and difficulty. Uh, and uh, humility is, uh, in meekness, uh, character traits that God wants us to, to develop, uh, and uh, part, it's part our you know, problem that we have to work on, dying to self. Uh, and, uh, of course, there's fruits of the Spirit that God gives us, uh, and, and that's important, but, it's, but we've got to do our part. Uh, and, uh, and so Paul's like, you know, um, like any other human would be. I'm in, I'm in jail. I don't know if I'm going to see you again. This would make me very happy. Uh, and uh, if you could just all could get along uh, and, uh, and have one mind and one accord. Uh, and so striving, only let your conversation be, verse number 27 of chapter number 1, as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together uh, for the faith of the gospel. So I'll just kind of break this down in a couple of different ways. And, uh, and uh, um, you know, the one thing uh, is he's asking them uh, to be consistent. Uh, he is asking them uh, to be firm uh, in their stand. He says to stand fast in one spirit. Um, as I mentioned last week, uh, his prayer for this church is my prayer for our church, uh, that we grow in these graces, uh, but that we have, to, we have to stand fast. We have to stand firm. Uh, we're living in a time that is, is constantly, we're getting pushed back on every, at every turn, on everything. Uh, and in, in witnessing, uh, in sharing the gospel, inviting people to church, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult uh, to even get a foot in the door with some people sometimes. Uh, because of all of the, the, the ideology uh, and the philosophy, uh, the whole thing about, you know, that's your truth, that's not my truth. Uh, it's, a constant, it's a constant battle. Um, and, but here's the, here's the thing. We have to do right even if nobody else is doing right. Uh, we have to preach truth even if nobody else is preaching truth. Uh, he's saying you got to stand firm. They were being persecuted. Um, as much as we haven't liked the pandemic and, and all the restrictions and masks and all that kind of stuff, um, it's, it's really not persecution. Not like they understood persecution. Um, there's nobody in this room uh, that today or next week, probably months, years from now, uh, as bad as it would get, I think, uh, you know, we'll be able to, uh, to, to, to practice our faith. Uh, and uh, there'll be pushbacks and they'll say, oh, this is hate speech or all this kind of stuff. I can see that in our future. Um, but... But when they, when they put the hammer down, we have to stand firm. We have to stand fast. And I'm, gonna plan, I'm planning on doing that as a pastor. Uh, and uh, I hope that you plan on doing that uh, as a church member and that you just stand up. Uh, well, you know, um, one of the big topics, obviously, in the news now, right, is abortion, Roe versus Wade. Uh, and that you're going to constantly get people, uh, if, if, you, if you live your Christianity out loud, 
and you're a light and you're salt, uh, and, uh, and, and, you, and you say, hey, no, God's against it, uh, and I'm not for it. It doesn't matter, you know, what situation you can throw in there. Uh, it's uh, uh, that baby is a, a human life uh, that God created and that God knew before he formed it in the belly. And, uh, and so it's no, and for whatever, for whatever exemption you want to put in there, you'll get ridiculed and mocked. You might get canceled uh, at your workplace uh, or whatever. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just kind of, um, I don't think I can be canceled because uh, I, I just don't really care. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, so I'm just going to uh, stand firm. I'm going to preach against it. Uh, I'm going to counsel uh, people against it. Uh, I'm going to, here's what we believe, and here's what it, without apology. But we need more Christians to do that. We need people to stand firm uh, about uh, the Bible, about uh, the doctrine of salvation. Uh, You're saved one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. There's no multiple ways. Uh, It's only through Him. And uh, and, and you have the truth. Uh, So so preach it. So Paul's saying, whether I come there or if, I'm, if I don't get there, I need to hear that you're standing firm, that, you're, that you have faith, you're exercising faith, you're standing up to the Epicureans and the Stoics and the, all the different people and the false teachers and the Judaizers that are coming in, uh, and, uh, and you're taking the gospel which you've received, and you're continuing faithful in it uh, and committing it to faithful men, the pastoral epistles and Timothy, that you're perpetuating uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, and, you, and you don't waver. Uh, we, we sing the song, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus, uh, and we know that to be true, but boy, we struggle uh, with, with just being, being a Christian uh, in, in living for Him. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, yesterday, I'd, uh, after the outreach here, I had, uh, was at an errand and uh, was out there, and and uh, and it's just it's just funny. One of the things I enjoy about um, riding my bike uh, is is all the conversations that I have, uh, and uh, because it's you know uh, uh, Harley and whatever, uh, everybody just assumes. I'm, I was at a, f- a funeral uh, for my uncle who was a biker, and uh, and all of the all the bikers we had like a, a procession, it was like a mile long, uh, on the freeway going out to the cemetery. And uh, the lead bike broke down, so the whole the whole procession pulled over, uh, so that they could change um, uh, a spark plug or something uh, on this bike. So we get into the cemetery, and these guys are like you know crazy bikers. So they're driving, they're you know uh, in the cemetery places where they couldn't go. And I get them all gathered. I'm trying to get their attention, and I said to them, I said, "Hey, I says, what's the difference between a a, a, um, a vacuum cleaner and uh, and a Harley Davidson?" They're like, what? I said, the position of the dirt bag. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was, I had mixed, mixed reaction there too, but I could get away with that. And so everybody just assumes I'm a dirt bag <laughs> when, I, when I pull up and we begin talking and then I let them know because their language is colorful and this stuff. And then I, and it's, it, it's, I just love it because I go, well, I'm actually a preacher. And then, you know, they're all uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, and I try to keep the conversation going and I have some gospel tracks and, uh, and, you know, and I give to them. Um, just I'm using that as an open door. I'm saying all of us got to do that. We have to stand, stand fast, uh, preach the gospel, it isn't, the world's not going to get any better. Uh, it's not going to get any easier to be a gospel witness. Uh, but, you know, the darker the night, the brighter the light. Uh, and uh, and so he says, <laughs> he says, I'm in jail. 
please, 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 this will make me so happy. If you stand fast, if I get there, great. I want to. You're my crown. You're my joy. I, want to, I, I hope I get out and, uh, and I'm able to see you. But if I don't, uh, your testimony has to be one that you're standing, standing fast, uh, that you are, uh, you're, you're um, sticking to the truth and you're not wavering. Our diffi- uh, we waver too much. We vacillate with our faith. Uh, and, and most Christians do. We struggle. Everyone has faith crises uh, from time to time. Uh, and we go to the Bible and God reminds us of uh, who he is and, uh, and all of that. Uh, but he says, I want to hear of your prayers that you stand fast, one spirit. Uh, I want you to, uh, to be um, firm. But he says one spirit. That means united. Uh, he wanted them to be, uh, have the same mind, those ladies, but everybody being on the same page. Now, uh, I think... Uh, in a congregation, uh, that, you know, with people and human beings, there's not, everybody in this room is not in 100% complete agreement uh, about anything, really. Uh, and, um, you know, but, uh, but there are some things uh, that, that are absolutes in the Bible that we can agree upon. In fact, Paul, in another epistle, uh, was, was basically saying, you know, um, we're focused on this, in your fight and whatever, but understand and know this, uh, and he lays what's most important. Um, we, we ought to be in agreement about how, how people get saved because uh, the Bible's clear about that. We ought to be in agreement about heaven and hell and that they're real. And one's a place you want to go to, one's, and they're both, they're, both, they're both forever, and we ought to be in agreement. We ought to be in agreement. Uh, that, that people need the Lord and that, that, and that we are the ones to take it. Everybody in here, if you read your Bible and have been to church more than half a dozen times, uh, you've been taught, uh, preached to, you've read in the Bible that you're supposed to be a witness. But we don't do it. Um, and, and we may be well-intended. Uh, we, may, we may be even praying for people that we know and care for uh, and uh, that they get saved, but we don't lift a finger. Uh, to, to give the gospel to them. Um, and, uh, but we've got to be united in that. We have to be united as a church and going in the, uh, you know, uh, this is the direction of our church and this is what we're, uh, and, and, and be um, uh, with, without the vainglory, without the, the striving together, but not strife, laboring, humility present, uh, and uh, in serving the Lord. So it says he, he wants them uh, to be firm and united. But then he says also fearless. Look at verse number 28. And this is important. Uh, and for the faith of the gospel, and I might be talking tonight a little bit, the gospel of Christ uh, and the faith of the gospel, both there in that same, the, that same verse. Uh, and they're different, this distinction. It's not just another way to explain one. Uh, one's about Christ, the gospel of Christ, and the other is to deal with our faith and our conversation. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and so I might do that this evening. Verse 28, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries. He says, I want you to be fearless. I want you to be zealous. I don't want you to be afraid. Uh, the Bible says that we shouldn't have the fear of man. We should fear God, um, but we shouldn't have the fear of man. Uh, we're, we serve him. Uh, we're not to be hirelings. Uh, we, we are, we're not to be, um, uh, we're, we're citizens of heaven. And that's where this, that word conversation and this whole tone, uh, he's, he's telling them that your, your conversation needs to be becoming the gospel. He's, he's concerned about 
the culture that they're in, the persecution that they're in, um, how they were speaking, the, what they were bringing to the church, uh, they were, they were, um, how they were dressing. Uh, there's a whole lot packed into uh, the beginning part of that verse. Uh, he says, you're saved, you're a citizen of heaven, and you're living here, and you need to represent. Uh, and so you, you need to be, walk worthy of the vocation, which you've, it's how he, he, he worded it elsewhere in the New Testament. But here he says, your conversation becoming, it means it needs to be worthy. It needs to line up with who you are. Uh, and you're not of them. You're in the world, not of the world. Uh, and if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Uh, and so he says, come out from among them, be separate. You're a peculiar people. That's all words of the Apostle Paul. And he's telling them, uh, he says, yeah, it's tough. And I'm, I know it's tough because I'm in jail. Uh, and, uh, and this is what you need to do, and, it, and it, needs to, it needs to match up. And you should not be afraid uh, of, of the politicians. You shouldn't be afraid of, of, of the false teachers. He says, I want you to be fearless. And here's the, the main point I want to get across here this morning from this text. What it says, remember, the Bible, the Bible gives us a lot of... Um, scriptures that illustrate uh, these are evidences of salvation, right? The fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. Those are things that God, if you're saved, by the way, when you get saved, God changes you. Uh, you become a new creature in Christ. Your, your body becomes the temple of the Holy, Holy Ghost. Uh, and uh, there's a metamorphosis. Uh, we have to reckon ourselves dead to sin, alive unto Christ. We indicate so with our baptism uh, and uh, that we we're dead and we're walking in newness of life. Uh, so there's a, a change that takes place in every single instance when somebody gets born again uh, and, uh, and genuinely saved. Sanctification, you know, putting off the old man, putting on the new. There's a process in sanctification. Everybody that gets saved, uh, they're not like, you know, um, uh, you know, a saint. I mean, they're a saint that they're saved, but they don't live like a saint. Are you following me? Uh, there's some time that, uh, in discipleship. I'm not saying that if you get saved, you're going to have no problems with, with, uh, with temptation or whatever. Uh, in fact, uh, the opposite is, is true. Uh, then you, put a, you paint a target on your back when you become a Christian. The devil will leave you alone uh, when you're one of his children. Uh, but when you get saved, the Bible says you're uh, of your heavenly father. You're a child uh, of, of Christ. So uh, we are uh, to be fearless. And here, so there's signs. One of them uh, is uh, our love for each other. Paul knew that. So he's, t- he's pressing unity. But he says you need to love your brother. Uh, and, uh, and if you don't love your brother, the love of the father is not in you. And he says you'll be known even, in fact, uh, by your love, your, you, people know you love me because you love your brothers and sisters in Christ. Is everybody with me? Say amen. amen. So, so he says, uh, those are evidences. Your works are an evidence. Uh, your faith. Um, God, the, the Holy Spirit, as he directs in your life, all those things show uh, their evidence in our own life personally that we belong to him. And, uh, and it's also a testimony uh, to those around us that we belong to him. So here's what he says. If you, he says, if you have faith and you stand firm uh, and, and you're united with, in one accord, not discord, but one accord, uh, the same mind, this mind that's in Christ, where, where our affections are set on things above. We have right thinking, we have doctrine, uh, and we are striving together for the gospel. Uh, and he says, and if you're fearless, 
uh, and you're not terrified, he says, here's what it's evidence. He says, it's a token, um, uh, verse number 28, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, uh, and, but to you of salvation and that of God. Um, remember what the Bible says, if you, love, if you love the Lord, even your enemies will be at peace with you. Um, they that love the Lord, uh, uh, that nothing, nothing will offend them, right? Uh, if we're dead to self and alive unto Christ, we, we don't respond, react to all the negative things and, uh, and uh, to sin. And uh, we're, we're able to put our flesh under subjection, all evidences. He says, when you, when you do this, he says, it is an evident, it is a token, it is proof, it is a sign to those that are of perdition that they're lost, uh, but it's a token, it's also a sign unto you that you're saved. And so as God says, our testimony, our conversation, he says, if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. Uh, it's a shame when we hide our, uh, our gospel. When it talks about the gospel of, of Christ, uh, let your conversation be as the gospel of Christ, as uh, is, is, is like him, being like Jesus, walking with him. Uh, that's what that meant. Uh, and he says, and when you do that, um, it, will, it will reprove the world. Uh, and, uh, and that's what, when we say people are watching you, it's not just, you know, to get you to straighten up. It's because people, when people see that, you're, that you love God and you're standing firm uh, and uh, with faith uh, and fearlessness and united, and this is the word of God and this is the, uh, the truth of God and the gospel of God, um, it brings conviction to the lost. It helps them to understand and see that they are, are of perdition, of destruction. That's the direction that they're going in. And God uses all of that. Um, it's more than just giving them a gospel track or sharing with them the Romans road. Uh, it's, it's living your gospel in front and not hiding that. Uh, and so he says, don't let the persecution make you just huddle in and, uh, and, and hide. Um, it's, it's, it's get out there uh, and, and, and be louder. Uh, and, and be more bold. Uh, and when you do that, it'll bring conviction to those that are in perdition. Uh, and it'll be a sign for you of salvation. It's, it's proof. When you can do this in the culture, the persecution that they were, he says, that's an evidence of the fact that you belong to me. Uh, and, uh, and he says in verse 29, for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. Um, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm saved. If you're thankful, say amen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I'm going to heaven. And, uh, and there's been times this week with my head, I'm like, let's go right now. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, it just, uh, I'll just close my eyes, wake up in heaven, that'd be great. Uh, and, and, and just like Paul, you're between the two. I mean, I, I, mean, I, you know, um, I want to go to heaven. Uh, but staying here is more needful for my wife and my kids and grandkids. I understand. I get all that. Um, and, uh, but, but as I'm here, um, it's, just not, it's just not about my belief in God and being saved. It's that when I got saved, um, I signed on to something uh, that, um, that is going to bring ridicule, uh, mockery. It's going to bring persecution, and there's suffering. And if we're not suffering for Christ's sake, then we're probably not living uh, a, a gospel life uh, it, out loud in front of people. We're, we're just, we're hiding. We're, 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 we're doing it in secret. Um, and you know, you, you know, you are. 
You know, you don't want to, you know, somebody prays, you know, in a restaurant, and you're kind of like, you know, you, you, just don't, you just don't want people to know at work and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, they're, they're debating whatever and they're talking about stuff. If, by the way, if, they're, if they bring it up, take full advantage. Amen. Just jump right in there because when you get written up for sharing your faith, uh, all you can point to is like, well, they asked about it. Uh, you know, uh, and take every opportunity. And if you, and if you can, uh, mold and shape those conversations uh, and ask questions that, that they ask questions. Uh, and you just got to be smart about it. Uh, but we've got to do it. And uh, so your, your stand at work, your stand at your club or whatever it is you go to and uh, that you're involved in with your family, uh, it brings conviction uh, to, uh, to them. Uh, and uh, it's a sign or a token of that uh, destruction to them, but it's also a, a sign uh, that you're saved. Um, if, you, if you can appropriate these, uh, these things in your own life, having the same conflict, verse 30, which you saw in me and now here to be in me. Uh, and he says, he says, you be fearless, you have faith, you stand firm, uh, and, uh, and you do all those things. And then he switches and he's like, okay, if there's therefore any consolation, uh, and he says, fulfill my joy. And he reiterates, he kind of uh, brings them back into the whole unity thing, uh, and then reminds them in chapter number two uh, that, that Jesus humbled himself. Uh, and, uh, and saying, you need to be like Jesus. Uh, your conversation needs to be coming the gospel of Christ. You need to be like him who being found in fashion of man humbled himself uh, and, uh, and became obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and he just continues on with a list of things that we can't get into uh, right now because we're out of time. Um, but church, we have to, um, now more than ever, uh, be united and standing together and, and have boldness. Uh, to to share the gospel uh, with people, uh, as there, yeah, there was uh, some people at this uh, place I was at, uh, get my bike something on there, and uh, and they were a part of a um, motorcycle club, and one of them was a sergeant of arms uh, for a one percent biker club, and uh, and so um, if you know anything about that, they're uh, criminals and whatever, and uh, and so. You know, I, I had just told this other guy that I was a preacher, and he was not too far off, and uh, and so I start chatting him up, and uh, and uh, and he really wasn't having anything to do. He didn't want to talk to me at all. Uh, but we're we're both captive audiences because we're we're waiting on stuff. We can't really leave, and so he walks off, and uh, so I kind of follow him, uh, and uh, you know, and go around there and, and just you know, because to me it's like you know, big tough you know, whatever, scary, whatever, and they're scared uh, of, uh, of the truth of the gospel. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I remember one time somebody said, what, you know, uh, somebody said, what are you, you know, they took their Bible to work. What are you, some kind of sissy uh, taking your Bible to work? And I'm like, here, you carry it. <laughs> I don't want to, well, who's the sissy? Uh, and uh, and so, so anyways, uh, he got away from me by going in the back and, and anyways, I, where I couldn't go. Uh, but my point is this, is just share the gospel. God says, don't be afraid to be fearless. And so it's like, hey, do I, do I give them a gospel tract? Do I witness to them? Oh, they're scary. God says, don't be afraid. And by the way, you're safer spreading the gospel, no matter where you are, than, than most of the time uh, in your life. 
When you're in the center of God's will and doing the will of God, safest place you can be. Doesn't, doesn't matter uh, if it's, you know, uh, in uh, the jungle somewhere in some primitive culture or, or if it's, you know, uh, you know at, a, at a shop in Tacoma. Um, safest place you can be. And whenever you're like, ah, I'm afraid, God says don't. Uh, and don't be terrified uh, by your adversaries. Uh, so maybe God's laid somebody. Maybe you got a, you know, uh, an aunt or an uncle or uh, a brother, sister, whatever it is, and you're afraid to tell them that Jesus loves them and that they need to be saved. Um, I hope that you take the advice that Paul gave from jail to them um, to, man, just really get at it. Make me so happy, he said. It'll, it'll, it'll bring joy um, if I find that, you're, that I hear of your affairs and that you're doing this. And I just think it's for, for us too. Uh, to do as well. Let's all stand uh, today with our heads bowed and our eyes closed and you say, uh, maybe by way of invitation today, um, our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. You say, Pastor, a little while ago you asked, you know, if you're saved, say amen. And I couldn't say amen. I don't know that I'm saved. I don't know that I'm a Christian. I've, I've, never, I've never placed my faith in Christ. I've, I've never um, asked God to forgive me. Uh, I'm just not sure where I would go when I died. Uh, our heads are bowed and our eyes closed. You say, that's me. I'm just not sure, but I would like to know. Is there anybody here who uh, would just raise their hand in acknowledgement of that? Nobody's looking. Our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. You say, Pastor, I'm not sure where I would go. Would you pray for me? Anybody at all? I'm not sure. Pray for me. All right, Christian, um, we need to get with it. It's 2022, and I understand, and we're busy, and the life is filled with all kinds of activity and, and different things, but... Uh, but uh, what made Pastor Paul um, filled with joy, what made your pastor filled with joy? If we just live for him uh, fearlessly and united uh, and, uh, and just um, uh, standing uh, for what we really believe in, maybe today would be a great day uh, for you to kind of um, rededicate yourself uh, to being that kind of a Christian. As the panel begins to play, if God's spoken to your heart, just pray. Maybe He's revealed one of well, those three things. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have fear uh, of man. Uh, maybe maybe you have a divided mind. You're not on the same page and uh, with the Bible, and you're constantly combating the Holy Spirit as He leads and directs. And as you read your Bible, 